Our first scripture reading tells the story of John the Baptist baptizing the people who came to him and then baptizing Jesus himself. The passage is from Luke chapter 3 verses 15 to 16 and 21 to 22. As the people were filled with expectation and all were questioning in their hearts concerning John, whether he might be the Messiah, John answered all of them by saying, I baptize you with water, but one who is more powerful than I is coming. I am not worthy to untie the thongs of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Now when all the people were baptized and when Jesus also had been baptized and was praying, the heaven was opened and the Holy Spirit descended upon him in bodily form like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, You are my son, the beloved. With you I am well pleased. May God bless the reading of his holy word. Thanks be to God. So as John pointed out, we have a baptism today. Maddie Shortino has asked to be baptized today because tomorrow is her 12th birthday. So since today is also a communion Sunday for us, I decided that it created a perfect opportunity to create a service focused on the sacraments. In Christian theology, sacraments are considered to be outward and visible signs of an inward and spiritual grace. They are outward and visible. We perform them in public, in worship. We use visible, tangible elements like water, like bread and wine, or in our case, juice. And we believe that the sacraments are channels through which God's grace flows, even while also knowing that God's grace flows everywhere. The service of baptism says that through the sacrament of baptism, we are incorporated into God's mighty acts of salvation. Being a part of the grand story of God's salvation means that we join the centuries of those who strive and stumble, those who God works tirelessly to reconcile to herself, to himself. That's sometimes called salvation history. So the liturgies for both sacraments tell the story of that history in some way reaching back to the beginning of time and telling the story right up through today and beyond. In the sacrament of baptism, the place where we hear that is in the blessing over the water. So listen for that in a few moments when we baptize Maddie. Christians consider the sacrament of baptism to be a sacred act by which each one of us can be enfolded into the Christian life. Baptism demonstrates the covenant relationship by which God promises that we have a place in God's story. And we promise to do our best to be faithful to God. All of this means that our theology of baptism 
is different from some things you may have heard in older messages or other denominations that say that a person needs to be baptized in order to go to heaven or to escape hell. United Methodists do not believe that. United Methodists believe that God already loves us and claims us as God's own, and that baptism is a way God acts through the church body to reaffirm that pre-existing truth, and also to seal a person's identity as one who aspires to follow Christ. Every service of baptism is an opportunity for every person to reaffirm their faith. We often say, remember your baptism and be thankful. But this means remembering the meaning of baptism and the divine grace that continues at work in our lives. It doesn't mean being able to literally remember the specific event of your own baptism, which many of us can't do if we were baptized as infants. So you can participate in the spirit of remembrance even if you don't remember your baptism and even if you have not yet been baptized. So now I would like to invite Maddie and her family and community to come forward at this time. Also, um, most of the, many of the kids are already sitting in front, but if you are a kid who are, is sitting somewhere where you can't see the baptism, I invite you to come here. Um, come to sit uh, either in the front row or on the floor, just someplace where you can see if you want. And I'm hoping you'll listen for three things. I want you to listen for how, um, for the prayer that talks about how God uses water all through time. I want you to think about all the ways that you use water and how God blesses you that way. And to listen to... um, the role of the community in baptism, those things that we say and do as a community together. My brothers and sisters in Christ, through the sacrament of baptism, we are initiated into Christ's holy church. We are incorporated into God's mighty acts of salvation and given new birth through water and the Spirit. All this is God's gift, offered to us without price. I present to you Madeline Jewell for baptism. Maddie, on behalf of the whole church, I ask you, do you renounce the spiritual forces of wickedness, reject the evil powers of this world, and repent of your sin? Do you accept the freedom and power God gives you to resist evil, injustice, and oppression in whatever forms they present themselves? Do you confess Jesus Christ as your Savior, put your whole trust in his grace, and promise to serve him as your Lord in union with the church which Christ has opened to people of all ages, nations, and races? And according to the grace given to you, Will you remain a faithful member of Christ's holy church and serve as Christ's representative in the world? And Megan, who will be, who comes as Maddie's godmother, will you support Maddie and and, and encourage her in her Christian life? And do you, as Christ's body, the church, 
reaffirm both your rejection of sin and your commitment to Christ? Will you nurture one another in the Christian faith and life and include this child now before you in your care? With God's help, we will proclaim the good news and live according to the example of Christ. We will surround this child with a community of love and forgiveness that she may grow in her trust. She may be true disciple who walks in the way of life. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Eternal God, when nothing existed but chaos, you swept across the dark waters and brought forth light. In the days of Noah, you saved those on the ark through water. After the flood, you set in the clouds a rainbow. When you saw your people as slaves in Egypt, you led them to freedom through the sea. Their children you brought through the Jordan to the land which you promised. In the fullness of time, you sent Jesus, nurtured in the water of a womb. He was baptized by John and anointed by your spirit. He called his disciples to share in the baptism of his death and resurrection and to make disciples of all nations. Pour out your Holy Spirit, O God, to bless this gift of water and the one who receives it, to wash away her sin and clothe her in righteousness throughout her life, that in dying and being raised with Christ, she may share in his final victory. All praise to you, eternal God, through your Son, Jesus Christ who with you and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns forever. Amen. Maddie, I baptize you in the name of God, the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And Maddie, may the Holy Spirit work within you, that being born through water and the Spirit, you may be a faithful disciple of Jesus Christ. Amen. Now it is our joy to welcome our new sister in Christ. Through baptism, you are incorporated by the Holy Spirit into God's new creation and made to share in Christ's royal priesthood. We are all one in Christ Jesus. With joy and thanksgiving, we welcome you as a member of Christ. And may we all remember our baptism and be thankful. Members of the household of God, I commend this child to your love and care. Do all in your power to increase her faith, confirm her hope, and perfect her in love. We give thanks for all that God has already given you, and we welcome you in Christian love. As members together with you in the body of Christ and in this congregation of the United Methodist Church, we renew our covenant faithfully to participate in the ministries of the church by our prayers, our presence, our gifts, our service, and our witness that in everything God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. The God of all grace who has called us to eternal glory in Christ establish you and strengthen you by the power of the Holy Spirit that you may live in grace and peace. 
And now let us sing our welcome to this newest member of this church family. about baptism, I talked about the way that sacraments use uh, tangible elements, that they are an outward and visible sign of an inward and spiritual grace. I talked about how sacraments uh, in their liturgy uh, tell the whole span of history, of God's activity through history. So those are the things our two sacraments have in common. The difference is that baptism is a once in a lifetime event. Baptism is a permanent uh, blessing and sacrament that does not need to be repeated, whereas communion we repeat often. The elements of communion are food, and like the food that nourishes our bodies, this meal nourishes our spirits and is meant to be done over and over again, even frequently. Um, John Wesley, who founded the Methodist movement, is said to have received communion four to five times a week during his uh, active years of ministry. So I will be saying more when we come to the sacrament itself, but for now, let's sing this joyful hymn that invites us to the table, and it's a lively one, so let's stand again. Our second reading this morning 
recalls the event of Jesus's last supper with his disciples which is the basis of our sacrament of communion scripture portion is from Luke chapter 22 verses 7 to 16 then came the day of the unleavened bread on which the passover lamb had to be sacrificed so jesus sent peter and john saying go and prepare the passover meal for us that we may eat it they asked him where do you want us to make preparations for it listen he said to them when you have entered the city a man carrying a jar of water will meet you follow him into the house he enters and say to the owner of the house the teacher asks you where is the guest room where i may eat the passover with my disciples he will show you a large room upstairs already furnished make preparations for us there so they went and found everything as he had told them and they prepared the passover meal when the hour came he took his place at the table and the apostles with him he said to them i have eagerly desired to eat this passover with you before i suffer for i tell you i will not eat it until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of god may god bless the reading of his holy word Yours are the eyes, you are his body. 